Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey. I am your journey guide, Jay India, and I'm so happy that you are here because this is a supportive, positive environment where we can heal together. Please note, I am not a doctor or a health professional in any way. If you would like to attempt something mentioned in this episode, please consult your doctor or mental health professional first. I am pretty psyched to give you a guest that you have been asking for, Dane Johnson. He is the badass creator and CEO of Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle, which is personalized natural healing for Crohn's in UC. He is here to tell us his story first. We're going to get to know him a little bit. And then we're going to delve into those advanced topics of UC that affect you as a listener. In episode 32, I talked about my discovery call, which was very successful with Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle, and I gave my review. So Dane is here to discuss these advanced topics of UC, which will be more of the last three quarters to half of the episode. So let's get to know him first. Welcome, Dane. Thank you so much, uh, Jayandia, for having me. And I first want to dedicate this conversation to anyone out there who is struggling, you and your families. I know what it's like. My family went through it. I'm sure Jayandia also the same thing. You know, what powers us is that relatability, that vulnerability. And so this is dedicated to you. And I pray that this is a conversation that is that is life-changing for you. So this is not about me. This is about you. And let's dive in. Amen. Amen. I feel like I've gone to service. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, healing is an emotional, spiritual, and physical yeah. thing. And, you know, one of my mentors has been Jeannie Patel-Thompson, who got diagnosed when she was 16 oh, yeah. and a half at 85 and we do a few podcasts every every year and she's she's done done so much but a lot of times when me and her dive into healing we always tend to move towards the emotional and spiritual it's so intangible it's so hard to grasp when you're new at this and you're thinking what's my right diet what supplements what's the root cause why am i still getting spastic colon or why am i seeing undigested food or am i getting acne and all of that's really important but there's this deepness to healing um, that's really emotional and spiritual. And I know that we might not have full time to get there, but it's really important. Yeah, I love listen to your gut.com. I use absorb the whole thing. I talk about that all the time. So shout out to Jenny Patel Thompson. And we try to do everything here in mind, body, soul. And yeah. I'm a huge metaphysical person. My other podcast is on metaphysics and everything. So I'm all about those subjects. So a lot of my listeners are too. But let's start at the beginning of your journey. When did you start displaying symptoms of IBD? And when were you diagnosed? So, you know, I, I started getting, I mean, it was funny. I used to joke about this with my friends, but I was 12, 13, 14 years old. And I would get so bloated and so crampy and we didn't know what it was like i'd go to chili's the restaurant all we ate was restaurant food mcdonald's processed foods and cereal it's just my, my parents love. didn't know better my love. Oh my God. <laughs> but if i could have mcdonald's french fries right now I, i'd be done i'd be closing this window bye dane see ya but that's not I, my see, life <laughs> have, well, let's talk about we're going to talk about that today that's a big conversation yeah. as we jump into you know these topics but I have no cravings, none. And I ate McDonald's every day. And I worked wow. at Papa John's Pizza for four years. And the way I kept my costs low because I had to pay for my own college was I worked at Papa John's Pizza and ate it every night for dinner, which for me was like, 
Ching, I got I don't have to pay for dinner and I got a good pizza and I got paid, you know. But and you got Crohn's and colitis. So I um, you know, I started getting those symptoms when I was younger, but I don't remember looking in at my, my bowel movements at 15, 16, 17. I remember distinctly I was in college and I was trying to get in really good shape. So I was one of these guys who was lifting weights, taking whey protein, creatine, all of these things, just really working hard to build my muscles and cut body fat. And I had cut out all my carbs and I was on a really strict diet and I was doing interval training and I went to the bathroom. I was about 18, 19 years old and I saw a bunch of blood and I was like, is that, do I eat beets? I have, what, what, I just thought it, it scared me. I didn't really tell anybody. And, you know, I was, you know, 19 years old shouldn't, but I was drinking beers. I was in college. I was just doing that college thing, the Van Wilder that people hear of, you know, it's almost like when you're a college kid, if anyone out there is dealing with this with their college kids, it almost feels like. That's what you're supposed to do with life is to poison yourself and do a bunch of dumb things. And we don't feel like we're actually yeah, in the U S yeah, especially in the U S I mean, <laughs> I went to school in South Carolina. I grew up in Virginia and, uh, I now I've been living in California for 10 or 12 years, but the, um, so I saw that and then I wasn't sure. And then got a little, you know, I saw a few more times a little diarrhea cramping. And then it wasn't until I was about 22 um, that I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and, uh, I'm 36 now. So 14 years ago, I was, um, I, I was working a, a big job. So I had graduated college. I moved back into with my dad. I was sleeping on his pullout couch in the basement because my room had gone bye-bye when I was in college. And I was trying to pay off my, get ahead on my student loans. And I was driving an hour to work an hour uh, there and back. I was sitting in a cubicle under fluorescent lights, eating trash food, stressed out, working 10-hour days, and I was no longer hanging with friends. I wasn't hanging at the beach. And college was easy compared to real world. So I was under a lot of stress, and it was towards the end of the physical year, which is something I worked for Oracle Software, uh, a reseller of Oracle Software, and I uh, sold software to the DOD. And so I had a big boy job. All of a sudden, I started having 12, 15 bowel movements a day. I started getting tons of blood. I was wiping. I was seeing it in the toilet. I looked like a murder murder scene at the, at the toilet, and it was at work. And so it came to the point where I had to start saying something. And I went to the doctor. He diagnosed me with ulcerative colitis. And we had never heard of that. My mom didn't know what it was. All of a sudden, my dad everyone goes, what's that? We started looking on Google. Now everyone started getting a little and scared. And scary. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. And, you know, long story short, I was given prednisone and acicol, 5-ASA mesalamine. And, and it did help. And it's like, oh, thank God. But I didn't... <laughs> And this is where I, all the listeners really resonate. I had no, I was not a doctor. I had no understanding. I just wanted it to go away because I was thinking I'm 22 years old. My life just started. And I had, uh, when that happened, it was actually one great thing that happened to me being diagnosed is I decided to quit my job and I was done with, with corporate. And I took a one-way flight to Orange County, California, and I worked as a waiter and I was happy again. I was in the sun. I was broke. I was, I didn't have to wear a suit and tie and wake up at five in the morning to sit in traffic to go to McLean and to DC. And I was lucky enough that some other things started coming in my life. And I, I got it, you know, started actually becoming an actor and model and sort of doing commercials and all this. But as I kept uh, pushing myself in life with my fitness and everything, the symptoms got worse and worse. And so long story short, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. The prednisone helped, then it stopped helping. The mesalamine never really helped. And then I went on um, 6-MP and methotrexate and Intivio and Remicade. And I eventually, when it became life-threatening, I nearly died in 2014, December of 2014. I was stuck in the, in the hospital 
for a month. And I was on TPN feeding tube. I was on four different antibiotics. I was on 200 milligrams of infused prednisone. I was on three grams of Dilaudid. I was just pressing that heroin button all day long, get floating on the cloud. Ambient and nothing was helping. I was hallucinating. My dad flew in. My sisters flew in. My mom flew in. I was having about 15 to 20 bloody bad moments a day. The surgeon was waiting outside the, remove, the room to remove my total my colon. I, I didn't want it out. I mean, I was very, I mean, me and Jeannie had talked about this the other day, but I would just, I knew who I was and I wasn't going to let this define me. And I was so resilient to, to just doing what the doctors wanted me to do. I just, I just, I don't know. I had this deep resilience and everything that was happening was telling me not to. And that is no, I'm not telling you, you should do exactly what I did and just, you know, you got to follow your heart. You got to listen to your doctors in certain ways. But for me, I did, I did not want to get the surgery. I kept saying no. I wasn't even conscious at this time. So my mom was saying no for me. We were calling around every, every uh, doctor I'd ever, I had ever uh, worked with and talked with. So through the years, I was trying diets, I was trying natural medicine. I was getting no results, no results. I tried SED diet. I was uh, doing only pureed carrots. I was doing bone broth only. I did hookworm therapy. I was making my own homemade yolk, uh, uh, raw goat yogurt. I was, uh, and all of a sudden, when I when I almost uh, lost my life, I was 122 pounds at 6'2". I usually walk around right now today about 187, 185, somewhere in there. And so it just, I felt like natural medicine was a fraud. I felt like everything was a fraud. I was angry at God. I was angry at my family. I was angry at everything because we had spent, at this point, we had spent at minimum $30,000 trying to get me some results. And I don't come from a wealthy family. So we, everyone was pitching in. The doctors couldn't help me. The MDs I saw seemingly couldn't help. I flew around the country to different doctors. I wasn't getting results. And part of that was my fault looking back because I was so young and angry and I just wanted a magic pill or a magic, magic diet. If you guys can relate, you're just looking for this magic thing to help you escape. So, can I interrupt you here? So I always like to sure. change the verbiage around that. Not your fault. It's good you're taking, yeah. I think there's a difference between taking responsibility and looking back and saying, you know, what? I take responsibility for that, but I don't blame myself. Huge. That's actually one of the biggest points I, I discuss when I, when people, people start in our program is fault versus responsibility. And that's a really deep topic. And yeah. I don't want to, you know, with my story, I want everyone to, you know, know me a bit and be able to resonate a little bit, but this is really about you. So just when I'm telling my story, I just want to give you the points that you might be able to connect with. Yes. So the big things were, I didn't get any results with natural medicine for about three or four years. And I was trying, I spent over $30,000 over those, you know, at least in the first year or two, and it wasn't going anywhere from flying somewhere, staying in a hotel, buying all this lab work we didn't understand, not sure what to do, tons of supplements, reading on Google, going to Whole Foods, buying out Whole Foods, switching to organic, you know, it, it just kept adding up, adding up. And I had a career at this point, a pretty successful career as a, a model and actor. So I was living in, trying to live in Miami or New York or Germany or Paris. And it wasn't possible. And so my mom actually lost her job trying to help me out because she was coming and renting a place in Miami with me so I could stay down there to try to build this career because I was 23 years old with this whole little thing that popped, you know, I, I had this new really cool thing that happened to you. It really only happens at a young age. And, and I really wanted it. I really wanted to be able to see the world and, and have that. And, and she tried to keep that dream alive. And that, I think that helped me from going into a deep depression is I had something I really wanted to strive for. And even more so what I was striving for required me to be extremely healthy. 
Like if you have good skin and, and you're in good shape and you have good energy and you can handle traveling the world, you've got to be healthy. And so my, the, the career I was building required that. So there was that symbiotic nature. So one thing, that's a really good point for everyone out there. It's like find what you want and what you need and make them the same. And so I really had this desire to be very, very healthy. And I think um, I, I got off the plane, just to your point, and I had just had about 10, 10 bloody bowel movements. I was running to the bathroom on, uh, on the plane. I went there for a shoot in Ohio and came back to California. And I was so angry and so shameful because I had the, it was stuck in that, that bathroom. I couldn't eat. I wouldn't eat. When I traveled, I wouldn't drink water. I wouldn't eat anything. Nothing. I mean, it was like, it was on diet. It was like, if I had a sip of water, I was in the bathroom. Yep. We so, know. <laughs> We've all yeah, been there. <laughs> and, and I think that's really important for our conversation today because I know we're going to talk about more advanced things that I think the superpower looking forward is that I, I didn't just kind of have Crohn's and colitis. I had life-threatening Crohn's colitis that kept me in a, a prison for years. When I say Crohn's and colitis, I was first diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Then a doctor at UCLA said, nope. He, was this, he said, nope, it's Crohn's 100%. Then the next doctor said, nope, it's ulcerative colitis with gastritis. And then the next guy said, nope, nope, it's definitely Crohn's. So they didn't really know, sort of calling it Crohn's colitis. It was very bad. You know, when I nearly passed, passed away and they did the colonoscopy, it looked like it was a war. It was a war zone in my colon. It was so bad. And it scared me. That's when I went on the Intivio again. Something changed in me. I got back. I was so angry uh, about the bowel movements and the shame. I had lost control of my bowel movements maybe a hundred times. One time on a date, one time, uh, ton, tons of times in the car. I mean, shame is not a problem for me. I'm saying this on a podcast live. To God knows how many people. Oh, you right? have but no you idea what I've, I've talked about sharding. I've talked, we talk <laughs> about, I don't give it a shit here. See, no pun intended. Yeah. You have to, you have to. We've got to relate with each other. So yeah, I've been through all that shame. And I think that's also what makes us a safe community is, and and how we turn that pain into purpose. But um, I I just went through it in in every single way. And the big thing that changed as I came home and something snapped inside of me where I said to myself, I am not going to put my career, my social life, my, my relationship, like my, the girl I was working on dating who was somehow staying with me through all this shameful stuff um, and all these things ahead of my health. And then I made a decision right then and there that it was no one's responsibility to heal me except me. Yep. See, when I was 19 and 20 and 21, it was my mom's responsibility. Mom, figure it out. Mom, dad, write a check. Hey, doctor, figure it out. You're the doctor, not me. And that's how we all grew up, right? You're feeling bad. Go to the doctor. He gives you a pill. He gives you a shot. He makes it all better. And that's, that's the environment we were raised. But for thousands of years, people had to be able to take care of themselves through cold winters, through viruses, through bacteria infections, and they had to be self-empowered to be able to live. And we lost that. And I lost that because I was never raised around that. I was just, be a good person. You can eat your cereal. You can have your pizza and make sure it doesn't make you overweight, right? That was the only thing we grew up with in the 90s. And in the 80s, it's like, yeah, just, you know, make sure it doesn't make you look bad where you might get acne, you might get overweight. But I didn't think that this stuff could cause an autoimmune. We didn't even know what an autoimmune disease was. So I was completely ignorant to what health truly was. And that wasn't my parents' fault. It wasn't my fault. It was just a lack of awareness. And so I thank God nowadays for the Crohn's and Cladis experience because it's turned me into the man that I love being. And I've never been more confident in myself. I've never felt more valuable. I've never felt more passionate. And it's all because of the pain I went through. And so a few keys that really helped me succeed. So it wasn't my fault, but it was for damn sure my responsibility, 100%. And that, that was like when I turned into a man. 
right there is when I went from boy to man. And I know 40-year-old boys and I know 18-year-old men. Okay. So if you're young and you're listening to this, you can, you are strong. You can do it now and you can live the best life ever because of this better than you ever would have. If you never got it, I promise you. Okay. So I, I, it was not my responsibility. I'm sorry. It it was not my fault, but it was my responsibility. I decided that I was only going to eat what I cooked because I I tried vegan. I tried paleo. I tried SCD. I tried all these things. And so I said, how am I going to make sense of food? Real simple. I got clear. So my mind got clear and I said, you know what? I'm just going to eat what I cook and that's going to give me some intuition on how I feel with it. Um, I started doing prayer and purpose every day. So people had told me that God had helped them heal when I was in the, you know, when we go to church, it would say, Hey, God will hear you. And I said, okay, all right, let's, let's do it. Why? I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. That was a big one for me. So when I didn't know, and I didn't, I didn't have experience in how to heal. And there was no Crohn's Plattis coaches back then. There were a few books by Elaine Godshall and, and Jordan Rubin, right? So it was, it was. I'm going to do, if it can't hurt me and it can help me, I'm going to do it and I'm going to be accountable to it. So I went to bed at 10 o'clock. I woke up at six or seven. I prayed every morning and every night. I said what my prayer and purpose was. So I said a prayer and then the purpose of my day is, and the purpose of my day has been. I journaled every day for about seven or eight months, what I ate, how I felt, how many bad moments I had, what were those symptoms. So I started graphing every day and I looked for the trends. I got happy before I got healthy. So I realized that the mind was so big that I needed to engage the vagus nerve. I needed to retrain and, and engage the parasympathetic nervous system. And I needed to forgive my father because I was upset at him. I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive the doctors. I need to forgive everything. And I needed to get happy. And I did. I started really getting happy. There's a few pictures of me back in 2014 and 15 where I'm 130 pounds living on very limited foods, but I'm smiling and I just, I released all that anger and pain. And how many of you guys have gotten super stressed or super resentful and then you had an extra three bowel movements that day? There's a connection. And so if, 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 if like stress is only an energy, okay? Stress is an energy. It's not really tangible, right? You can't taste it, touch it, feel it. Stress is an energy. We all believe on this call that stress has made us worse. So if, an, if a negative energy can make us worse, it has to be true that a positive energy can make us better. That's the law of relativity. For one thing to exist, its opposite must exist. For black to exist, white must exist. For tall must to exist, short must exist. I started realizing that forgiving and gratitude and laughter and happiness and not needing to prove things and not feeling like I'm good enough in this world, which is what probably drove me to be an actor and model in the first place. You know, I I started doing that spiritual healing. And all of a sudden I started seeing for the first time ever, I started seeing symptom relief. And it was like nine months straight. I was waking up and going to the bathroom one to two times every night. And within two or three days of me actually starting to pray and running my plan with all these things, I started sleeping through the night. Yeah. And it was like, I'm on to something. You know what my doctor said? They said, you're not, you're not on to nothing. You, you can't cure this. You're trying they to always say that. It. Yeah. No, it was the same old story we've all heard, right? Yeah. But I, I started believing in myself. I started believing that I could shift what was, ha- I wasn't a victim anymore. I was starting to retrain that I could build my shield. That's why the program's called Shield. So let's go into so, that. Yeah. So I want to yeah. go into how did you go from being angry at, you know, natural healing and I don't want to do this, I don't want to do anything to now you're you now have discovered, okay, if I eat the right foods, I'm and I'm putting that in air quotes, the right yeah. foods and I see a pattern. I see a pattern of I'm resting my mind, I'm resting my body. It's mind, body, soul. So how do we go from that to then developing Crohn's colitis lifestyle and the shield program? 
it's it, the reason I failed so long is because the answer is intangible and it's hard because it's not everyone's looking outside of themselves for the answer. Listen really closely. The answer is inside of you. It's not without. What I got is I got mental clarity. I got I decided I was done being sick. As strange as that sounds, I got tired. I was done being a victim. So I'll tell you how my mom. I'll even bring up some of this energy. I can even feel it right now. I'm done being sick. My number one focus in life is to get my life back and get free. And I will do whatever it takes as long as it won't hurt me and can only help me. There is nothing else that matters. Making money, being social, being cool, none of it matters. I am only focused on this. Now, I was housebound for one year. One year, okay? That was all I was doing. I had a full, people say, what are you doing? Dave? I had a full-time job. I had a whole day, da 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 and it would take notes on it, and I would critique it. So what was that answer? I just woke up. As I said, I walked in. I got. I was done. I had suffered for a lot of years, and I decided. It was in that moment I became a man, and to me that meant becoming completely accountable and responsible for the reality that is in my life. And I decided that I was going to work and partner with God, partner with all my friends and family, partner with my doctor in any way to get what I wanted. I was the CEO of my health. That is the answer. You have, even if it's hard and things aren't working, like mine, things didn't work. Everyone, oh, I see all these reviews. Everyone would do the SED diet and it would work for them. It didn't work for me. And it felt like I was the 1% who could never heal and other people would work for others, but it wouldn't work for me. And so all of us right now listening to this, if you are more advanced, then you know that feeling. Because your your system has been harder. Like people who heal quickly usually get off the train of self-healing pretty quickly and they go about their life. But those of us who are still learning and shifting, it's because it's been really hard. Okay? So healing starts in the mind. And then once I got that clarity, once I built my spirit up, I could start seeing it better. Like how did I decide to start journaling? Journaling's not hard. An eight-year-old could decide to create journaling. It's not rocket science. Why wasn't I journaling for four years prior? Because I was too angry and resentful and I couldn't see clearly. I hadn't decided to be the answer yet. So when I decided to be the answer, a lot of things became obvious. What am I going to eat? Well, I don't know if I should eat vegan or meat, but I know I should only eat what I cook. See, that's just a, that's just a spiritual clarity. That's a spiritual conviction. So a lot of the answer is the answer is within. Like a yogi is a person who creates creates wisdom from within. A scholar is a lot of times a person who, who finds intelligence from without. And I I really I, I was resourceful from within. And then when my naturopath professor finally got me to meditate, which a twenty three year old guy was just back then. It was just I was I didn't know anyone who meditated. I didn't want to do it. The biggest value I saw in meditating is it helped give me clarity. Should I increase doses of that capsule? Should I reduce, take that uh, that uh, that uh, meal or meal out or that food out? Should I cook with a different oil? Should I stick with that probiotic? Should I continue to do ABC? So I needed clarity. I needed to calm my mind, and I needed to get in touch with my intuitive nature, and I needed to make decisions for myself. And that really built my superpower because I didn't have a coach. I didn't have anything. I just had other people saying this stuff worked, and then I would try it, and I was happy enough. My spirit was strong enough. To try, fail, refine, try again. Month after month after month. And in doing that, I was able to finally go, no result, no result, boom, and then stuck again. No result, no result, no result, boom, and then stuck again. So one year later, I gained 65 pounds of weight. I was off all my drugs. I got off 
uh, prednis- I got off 40 milligrams of prednisone, methotrexate, I got off Intivio, I got off um, uh, Ambient, I got off painkillers, and I got off chemotherapy. They had given me chemo because I had nearly died. And it was actually a doctor in Florida who believed I had CNV virus attacking in my colon. He believed that's why I wasn't getting better from the steroids or the antibiotics because no one could figure it out. And uh, they couldn't find the virus in my blood, of course. And he, we called insurance and said, this kid's going to die. You got to give him a sample of this antiviral chemotherapy. And they, uh, if you look at a picture of me in the hospital, you see a black bag that I'm walking around with. That's the chemo. And it literally snapped me out of it. Basically, like I was not coherent, snapped me out of it. And I woke. I was like asleep for two days. And then I woke up and I started coming back to right when they gave me the chemo. So that gave me a hint that a virus was one of those deep issues, which we can talk about today is the viral load issue. All of those things. So the answer is, no matter where you are in your healing, if you've never done anything before, you've been doing this for 20 years, it has to start from within. You have to decide that you're going to create the life of your dreams and you're not going to quit until you get it. And and it's got to be a passion. Like you, you've got to fall in love with the energy and the spirit and the sensation of being your higher self. And that's what shifted because when I was 23, I said, wait a minute, everything I'm learning to do is making me a better version of myself, meaning I can connect better with humans. I'm more connected to God. I'm more of myself than I've ever been before. When I was drunk, like everything stupid I ever did that I I had guilt or regretted, I was drunk or was past midnight. You know, getting in a fight, sleeping with the wrong person, uh, getting, you know, wasted and saying stupid things, uh, being hung over, you know, waking up late for an exam or not, not building your life in the way you wanted. It was everything that Crohn's and Claudius was asking me to do to heal was the exact same thing I needed to have the, the be my most profound version of myself for my genetics to be most profound, right? Our genetics are reacting to what we're doing. And, and so I thought to myself, I always saw myself as a person having a beautiful life. You know, Jeannie said this too. What I said, I asked her the same question. Who's 16, Jeannie? Is she your wife? Yeah. No, Jeannie Patel. Oh. Jeannie, so I just <laughs> oh, Jeannie, yeah, yeah. Media, but I asked her, I said the same thing to her. I said, at 16, 17 years old, what gave you that conviction to jump in? And she said, she always knew who she was and who she wanted to be. And it was the same thing with me. I, I just, I just imagined myself as this person who had this great life and I was always willing to work for it. And I was always willing to say no to temptation at a younger age before Crohn's colitis. So I, I had to reignite it. The reason I wasn't willing to be gluten-free and I wasn't willing to do all these things and diet restrictions is because I spiritually related those things as a prison. But when I made the spiritual change, I actually started relating all the things to heal Crohn's colitis as what it would be to be my best self and for freedom from any disease. Yeah, absolutely. So it it, it profoundly, I shifted my spirit. And then once that happened, I could make all the tangible, physical, rational decisions thereafter. And I could be more consistent because when I was sick, I could keep up with the diet for two or three weeks and then I quit. I was so, so done with it. It's a spiritual change, guys. And I remember I told you, right, when when she asked me this question, you got, it's not tangible. It's, there's a reason it took me a long time to get here. We have to go through the emotional and the mental conditioning to redefine what health is. And, and here's my last little hint that, you, that can really help you feel that this is the right answer. Your great-grandmother has never tried a piece of candy or crappy pizza or McDonald's in her entire life. Was she deprived of taste? Was she deprived of, of a life of freedom and health? Did she not have something that you have all of a sudden in life? No, she had everything. 
And, and so what does that tell us? That means that we are just addicted to poison and that the truth of life and the truth of the gut and the truth of mother earth is actually in the past. And if you want to heal, we got to start living like our great grandparents. Yeah. They cooked everything and they eat from farms. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big follower of, do you, if, if I say this, have you heard of it? Ayurveda? Yeah. Okay. I'm a big, big proponent of that. That's how these ancient Indians were living 5,000 years ago. We're taking these principles now, those of us who, I want to say this not egotistically, but those of us who are, let's just say enlightened, are taking these principles and we are rediscovering them and we are redistributing them and we are now living by them. Because if you look at the Crohn's colitis lifestyle, and I, I looked very carefully at your program and everything, it does have a lot of Ayurvedic principles. And for yeah. me, for me, when I pick out a functional medicine program, doctor, whatever, it, here's here are my things. It has to align with Ayurveda. It has to somewhat yeah. align with Chinese medicine because Chinese medicine and Ayurveda often intersect and overlie. Yeah, TCM, TCM and Ayurvedicus is very good. And we actually use some of those both principles. They're, they're beautiful. They're, they're hard beautiful. to make sense of in functional medicine because it's there's not that much science. Like if you have a cooling energy or a heating energy and you're right. talking about meridians, it's hard to relate in it because we do predominantly integrative medicine. It's hard to relate with the science of, you know, if I look at butyrate, I have tons of science. If I look at Tutka and, and or how to open up the detox pathways and, and, you know, what's happening at a cellular level, we're usually using science. And those things, there's a lot of just energy and, you know, it, it, there's not as many PubMed research articles, right? So, um, but we see tremendous results using them. And I actually believe that the, the Indian culture, from all my studies, they have the best grasp of health universally, like yoga is the most yep. healthy form of exercise. And Ayurvedic is extremely great. And we actually still use um, the threads of hope. I can't remember the Indian name of it. I don't know. If I know you what you mean. Yeah. Fistulas and fissures. And one of our coaches is actually Indian. So he lives in London and he actually practices Ayurvedic. So a lot of our Indian clients will only work with him and he'll use a lot of Ayurvedic mixed with the integrative practices. I'm telling you, there's something about it. If I see a program like yours and it aligns with all of this, it vibes with me. And like you're <laughs> saying with the spirit, it vibes with my spirit. You know, yeah. it, it vibes with my spirit. So I want to move on for the interest of time. Um, and I yes. want to get to some more of the advanced topics. And then I think I'm going to reverse the order and we're going to talk a little bit about the SHIELD program kind of on the back sure. end. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, honestly, if we don't have time, let's not worry too much about the SHIELD program because everyone out there who's going to be interested, just go to the, you can go to the website and check it out. But let's take a lot of time and just really dive into some topics and help some people. Yeah. And also guys, keep in mind, episode 32, I did a complete review of the SHIELD program. So you can always go back and listen to that episode. And then we're going to have all the links in the show notes and everything. So people can just go on to that on the video. We're going to have the links. We're going to have everything. So everything will be good. Okay. So in the episode I keep talking about, episode 32, I discussed that many of the listeners have an advanced knowledge of UC, my listeners. You know, we've researched everything, Dane. We've tried everything up, down, sideways. Many of us mm -hmm. have healed ourselves naturally. For example, in 13 months, I brought my calprotectin level down by 95% from a life-threatening flare, and I healed my colon 80 to 90%, which was verified by colonoscopy. Thank you. All without pharmaceuticals. I do want to specify in the very beginning when I was in the life-threatening flare, I did do a prednisone taper for 30 days 
And yeah. I did take dicycline to help for 10 days to help with the um, colon spasms. And my hair is growing back after a year and a half from the prednisone. I got every, I'm the person that if, if you're the person that gets, you know, you take a medicine, it's like, you get this uh, like 0.0% get this side effect. I, that's why I don't do pharmaceuticals. I get every single side effect. So that's why I look like pebbles from the Flintstones. Oh, you look great. You look great. <laughs> but my hair is growing oh, back. Hair. That's why. So anyway, yeah. saying all this, I felt that, you know, I had done a decent job of healing myself. A lot of my listeners have as well, but some of us, including myself, we need to go a little further with it. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? We need to step up. So I didn't invest in the shield program right now, but I also wanted to know more of the advanced aspects of the program. You're in the shield program? I am not in the shield program. Oh, okay. I think you invested. I sorry, I did not invest in it right now. Okay. So okay. As, as of now, but so I want to know more for those of us who have an advanced knowledge of UC, because that's who you're speaking to. You're, you're talking about spiritual and all of this. That's, these are your people. (laughs) Black belt. All right, guys. These are your self, exactly. Self-taught healers. Thus in saying all this, let's dive into some of these topics that we still have problems with that you can help us with. All right. So let's start. Let's start with topic number one. What happens if we're doing pretty well, like myself, but we're still stuck on this strict diet. Tell us about that. Okay, strict diet, really big one. And I think I I have to say a little something so people can understand why I might be able to help in these more intense situations. Me and my team see about 120 Crohn's splice patients a week, okay? I've worked with anywhere, like right now I'm working with a five-year-old and the mother, uh, both diagnosed Crohn's ulcerative colitis extreme, both on biologics. One's already off the biologics we'll talk about. I've worked with um, people who've had Crohn's colitis for 45 years after surgery, gotten mass results. One guy, Brian, he just wrote me the other day, still doing great. He he was post-surgery, still having 30 bowel movements a day and have been on Remicade and like three different biologics already failed for 30 years. And we got him. And we, we're dealing with a woman right now. She's 67 years old, diagnosed Crohn's and 24 years old, three surgeries, also had cancer. Um, mm. She's doing the best she's ever done in her life. Um, it, and so when we work with people, you're not just like in this program for two minutes or even two months or three months. I mean, we're seeing people get results even a year or two later because we're, we communicate and we all work as a team. Like we're like one big community. You're always with me and you're always with our coaches. And that's the and most so tempting I'll, part of the program for me. It's like, it is really a lot of people don't because I want to be part of that community and it'd be so great for this podcast, you know, just to like meet people. It's, and I'm yeah. going to do, I'm going to do something for your viewers. I'll send it to you when, when time happens, but like, I, you know, I don't want to talk about the program too much. Let's get into the conversation, yeah. but I, I've had a lot of people over the years. So I've been a, a Crohn's colitis coach for eight and a half years. I've worked with thousands of people at this point. So I just, I'm on the battlefield, guys. I'm not just in my yeah. Ivy Tower talking. I spend 12 hours a day talking with people. I usually see eight people a day. And when there's an ER case, they come to me. And so it's sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going to learn because no one knows how to do this. And I'm just going to learn with this client. And that's the thing. Like I've I just had to learn with a three-year-old or a five-year-old or a 10-year-old. And I had to learn with someone who's already tried every diet and still getting spastic colon and diarrhea. And we have one guy right now, we're having a hard time figuring out. He's so bad. I mean, there's going to, so that's, it's like, I'm constantly sharpening my sword. And, and even our team, we're, we only deal with Crohn's colitis. We only see it. And we see thousands of people and we have Crohn's colitis ourselves. 
And I built, I built this community. I built this system because I needed this. And when I finally started getting results, I had thought the same thing you guys are thinking now, like, how am I going to keep this up? And where can I relate with others? And where can I see what other people are doing? And every private Facebook group I went to, everyone was arguing and screaming and, 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 and there's just, just negativity. And I just needed to focus on solutions. We built CC Connect. You can talk with anyone in the program. You can talk with somebody to testimony. We put out testimony a week. It's crazy. I never thought we'd be able to do that, but we are because we just we get we work on re- results in a huge way. But strict diet, you're stuck in a strict diet. The biggest thing that people are missing is a lot of times we think we have food allergies. We don't. We're actually intolerant of the food. Intolerance is a lack of ability to break it down. So imagine if you hurt your knee. If you hurt your knee, you do need to move it again, and you need to start putting some resistance against it to be able to do physical therapy to, to, to get the knee better. But if you go for a run on pavement, you're going to re-injure the knee and it's going to get worse. That's the same thing of trying to reintroduce healthy earth food into a gut that isn't ready yet. You have to start slow and you have to do physical therapy on the gut. If you go too hard, you'll injure it. If you go, if you, but if you go at the right level, it'll get better and better and better. For instance, I couldn't have a sip of water. I now sometimes for breakfast, I'll have something so anti-SAD. I'll have sprouted rolled oats with sprouted pistachios, pecans, uh, and pumpkin seeds with sprouted almond butter and, uh, some sprouted flax and chia, like a massive dose of potential lectins and fiber and polysaccharides. I can't you know, go like, near nuts. So that's really interesting. Exactly. I couldn't either. I was paleo. I was AIP paleo for like three, four years. Okay. See, yep. The thing about our program is we're not sitting still. We're, that's what's so exciting. We're a hundred mile per hour bullet train moving forward. We just started doing this parasite cleanse, life changer. We started doing this ozone therapy, amazing. We're doing so. We have so many protocols, so many things that all of our team are trying and reporting back. It's just, it's crazy, and we're constantly finding deeper root issues that we're we're looking at and different lab tests. I love that might be that. And it's like we might be stuck for two years. I've been doing this work. Our company's eight years old. We might be stuck for two years on something, but then we're just continuing. And it goes, aha, boom. Like one of my one of my clients um, in the last two weeks, she's pooped out a hundred feet of worms, and she's had Crohn's colitis for twenty five years, and no one's diagnosed her with parasites and worms. And she tested negative form on the lab work because the quantitative PCR stool analysis can't see past the biofilms. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I have to say, I'm not surprised. I do bioenergetic. Yeah, Indian culture, they're so big on the parasites where they're purging or using castor oil or ghee butter to get rid of the parasites once a month. Well, they'll actually make themselves go to the bathroom so often to get rid of the parasites. And and it's so funny. One of my other clients, he's worked on a farm for 20 years. He deworms and and deparasites his as his animals like ivermectin on his horses, but he doesn't never done it on himself. And he's had Crohn's for 30 some odd years with two surgeries. And we started doing it. Boom. He's pooping out tons of worms. So there's a lot of stuff that we go, oh, my God, look at this big thing we missed uh, or the virus. So when you're stuck on a diet, here's the thing. It's like being able to run on a bad knee again. Let's say that you let's use the metaphor of um, you have Crohn's glasses like a torn ACL. You've got to do physical therapy on it. And then you've got to slowly start introducing and testing. So a lot of us can't do polysaccharides, a lot of us can't do grains, and a lot of us can't have celebration meals. One of the things that was messing with me emotionally as I was healing is I didn't want to cheat because if I cheat, I was hurting myself. So number one, you are no longer allowed to cheat on your diet and you don't no longer have a diet. You have a lifestyle, not a diet, that makes you happy and healthy at the same time and you never cheat, you only celebrate. And our culture from the beginning of time, when we celebrate, we'll have alcohol or smoke or something, whatever people do. So for all cultures, we'll willingly poison themselves in in celebration, right? 
It's a wedding. It's time to drink, right? So it's, it's you know, we have to realize that we want to celebrate and we're going to do something that could hurt us. We want to celebrate. And the goal is to have a neutral response. If you just try to always mm, have a positive response in your body every single day, you're going to be emotionally trapped and you're going to be traumatized. And it's just going to mess with your ability to feel like you're living. And that might be how you're feeling right now. And so I want you to celebrate. I want you to eliminate a diet or eliminate a diet and only build a lifestyle that makes you happy and healthy at the same time. So rule number one, what I want you to do is write down foods that you feel you already feel comfortable with. And I want you to write down another list of foods that you feel like are should be healthy for a human, but you don't feel comfortable eating them yet. And then I want you to list your last group of foods that foods that you think are causing an inflammatory response and are actually hazardous to a person. Okay, that you just think this is not good for me. Pizza is in the red, right? But the question mark foods are the ones we want to start adding in first. So you take the question mark foods and you prepare. So before you have it, like we, what I do is a lot of times I'll cherry pick from a lot of theories out there. So I'm sure you've heard of German New Medicine, right? German New Medicine will say that it's all in your head and that's it's trauma. And there's a lot of people saying that, oh my God, I actually was able to eat all these foods once I get rid of the trauma. So I just cherry pick. Like the whole part might just cherry pick one little thing I like from it because I'm not judging the whole thing if I don't agree. If I disagree with 80% and I, and I think 20% might be valuable, I take the 20% and I infuse it into our, in our program. So what I want you to do is I want you to meditate for five or 10 minutes before you eat the food and five or 10 minutes after you eat the food. And I want you to start with just a light dose. Like one girl I'm working with since she's 11 years old, she's been SED and her family feels like it's just not working anymore. She's 15 years old. So we're doing this right now. And we're doing it with kanji. We're doing it with kanji because it's so bioavailable and it reduces inflammatory response. It's so broken down, but it's not SCD friendly. So it's her first food she's had since she even remembers in life that's not SCD friendly. So five to 10 minutes before we eat it and five to 10 minutes after we meditate. And what we meditate on is releasing the trauma that this is somehow bad for my body or it's going to hurt me or it's going to cause an inflammatory response. And you even might want to say an affirmation. An affirmation could be something like, I release any uh, worry, doubt, fear, and, or anxiety around this food, and I now will this food to nourish my body. And you might have to say that three or four times in three to four different ways. And I release any type of doubt, any type of fear from this food. And this food is made by the earth, and it is divinely good for my body, and my body will accept it when it's ready. And I'm ready to tr- test that now. And it's no longer, the food is no longer good or bad. It's just a measurement of success. So we start changing our words. We change our language. We've released the trauma. And we just ask ourselves, I'm going to try this broccoli. And this broccoli gets me gas, cramping, bloating. I see it undigested. I'm going to try these carrots. I'm going to try this corn. I'm going to try a salad. How many of you would love a salad again, right? And I'm going to meditate around it. I'm going to get in a parasympathetic state. You know if you're parasympathetic because you're salivating. So if you salivate, that means that your rest and digest is up. That means your natural digestive enzymes are up. I'm going to meditate for a second. I'm going to release that trauma. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to chew it 30 times. I'm going to swallow. And then I'm going to relax, put on some Bob Marley and do a little bit more meditation or breath work after to allow it. Because every time for the next 10 minutes, you're going to be in a state of panic, wondering if you just put a grenade into your gut. Okay. And so it also has to make sense. Are you asking yourself and saying, Dane, I really want to eat a muffin again and bagel? Well, that's not an actual food from the earth. So if it's a food from the earth, let's start there. Let's start with certain types of vegetables and polysaccharides. And let's start with foods that just God has made, right? Once you want to start celebrating and saying, now I want to have something that we, I, we all know is not good for me. Then you can start saying, well, I trust that I am healthy enough 
to handle this stress because food is a stress just like working really hard or not getting enough sleep, okay, to handle this stress. I think a few other things I want to touch on beyond that movement on what kind of food you have is how do you further prepare your food to add more food, add more stuff? So we need to optimize digestion, okay? So this is where I might want to do a genetic stool test and see where your elastase 1 is, like how many pancreatic enzymes are you having are, are, are in there? Are you seeing undigested food? Are you still getting a lot of bloating, cramping, and gas? Have you worked on your detox pathways? So what we're going to do is we're going to make sure you're ready as possible, and then we're going to say, okay, we think we've done it. So I want your detox pathways open. I want to make sure that you can handle certain fibers because fiber is a big problem with plant food for all my, my AIP paleo meat eaters. So I love to start with something like acacia fiber. Acacia fiber is a really, really delicate, soluble fiber that acts as a prebiotic, and it's really good for gas and bloating. It's one of the first fibers I might try. If I'm, I'm working with someone who wants to increase density of plant food, then I might even try some sprouted and grounded flax and or chia seed, which are really high in lectins. You got to watch out for certain things. They can mess with you and have anti-nutrients. So and that might cause some people some problems. So I might even try a touch. The benefit is I'm trying a supplement that I can micromanage over a food. Now, another thing I'm going to do with these certain types of fibers, for instance, fibers tends to be a lot of problems for people with IBD. No seeds, no skins. If you can't squish it, don't eat it. Okay. Or repeat, no seeds, no skins. If you can't squish it, don't eat it. So we have to eliminate this idea of a diet by getting you to a point where you understand food philosophy. I created something called food, food philosophy to help me eliminate a diet and be able to assess the risk of any food at any given time. So I can just look at it and go, okay, like that broccoli. If the broccoli hasn't been skinned, I'm probably going to get more gas, more bloating, and more undigested broccoli in my stool because of that insoluble skin. Apple, same thing. If I peel the apple, I might do better than if I just eat the apple with the skin. If I want to have a bell pepper, I need to heat it up, remove the skin, and get rid of the seeds before I have it. Very high in vitamin A and vitamin C, but tons of lectins. Okay, so now I got this when I interviewed Dr. Gundry because Dr. Gundry wrote The Plant Paradox and he's really big on getting rid of lectins. It's the same thing. You can cherry pick from philosophies. I saw that he had a good philosophy of, of, around a lot of polysaccharides and a lot of plant food that me with IBD would have a problem with. So I took a lot of his theories and said, let me reintroduce the polysaccharides around his theories. So I started with low lectin grains. I only pressure cooked. I made sure they were sprouted, which reduces the anti-nutrients. And then I did the meditations before and after, and I made sure I chewed. And voila, all the, I didn't have oatmeal for seven years. Now I can have oatmeal. And it actually made my pancreatic enzymes went up in my lab work. My mm -hmm. digestion got better. So that was like the next level of physical therapy. Let's go back to the knee metaphor. At a certain point, you've got to get on the court. You can only sit there with your machine doing this so long before you got to start jogging again or you got to start pivoting on your knee. So I, I felt prepared and I got on and I tried a little bit. And the first few times I tried some of these foods that were not AIP or paleo, I got undigested food, bloating, cramping, gas. And that caused a little bit of trauma. But once my spirit was right and I had a good strategy, I was able to slowly introduce and continue to add in. And a lot of my, my clients, I've seen that they can add in much quicker, meaning I've gotten some polysaccharides and dense foods within six weeks. I have noticed with myself that yep. once you start clearing out, like you were saying with the parasites and all that kind of stuff, once you start clearing that out and you start adding foods back in and you start feeling better, you become such a good intuitive eater. And that's what's happened to me is I can wake up now and be like, no, I want this, not that. And I, listen, Dane, I used to be the person who, if you put down McDonald's in front of me or you put down a salad that Buddha made, 
himself and it was blessed by the Dalai Lama and and that was there. And then the McDonald's, I would take the McDonald's every day. And now I'm tipping. Oh, of course. And then I was tipping and then I was Yeah. And then I was and now, you know, I have to say I've been eating salads a lot. And I've been, you know, and that's for me. That's a big deal. And the fact that I can, a year and a half ago, you know how it is. I don't have to tell you. You To to have raw vegetables introduced into the diet again is a huge effing deal. It is. Be careful with those raw vegetables because I've had so many raw vegans get diagnosed with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's after becoming raw vegan because there is a huge problem with bacterial load. If you have natural- Well, I'm not a vegan, my friends. I own a cow farm. I'm not a vegan. I'm okay. far from it. <laughs> I just want to say, I mean, I think there's a lot of paradigm. Like every single time I've, I've sat down, I, I've just, I think one thing that's really helped me to grow in the, in the healing of IBD is I've been so open-minded and I haven't got caught up in the politics of diets. You know, even three years ago, you have vegans screaming at, at, at carnivore and carnivore screaming at the yeah. vegans and you have raw vegans shouting and everyone, sh- and the fruitarians shouting from the mountaintop and David Klein shouting from the mountaintop. It's the same. We have the same problem in politics with the food. Everyone needs to calm down, listen, and cherry pick. That was the thing I did. I just said, I tried this. I tried that. None of it worked. Blue state, red state, none of it worked. I'm going to, I'm going to cherry pick certain things. When I got massive results, I was doing a vegan shake that I learned from the fruitarian that David Klein had read his book and talked to David and said, okay, I'm, I'm, I did hit. And then I had a AIP lunch and then I had a low FODMAP dinner and yeah. I was getting the best result of my life. Yeah. And it was like, and I said, wait a minute, here's a big mistake. You do not have to try the diet for two weeks to see if it works. Like everyone's saying you can do a certain type of diet and then, you know, within two hours, if you're feeling good or bad on it, right? As you said, the intuitive nature, I can eat something and within an hour, 30 minutes, I already intuitively know how I'm going to do with that. So I can do a different, uh, different breakfast, different lunch, different dinner. And that's some of the ways we get such fast results with people. Because we'll add in different types of theories when someone comes in the SHIELD program and we'll just watch. And we'll go and they'll go, oh my God, I freaked out. I'll go, no worries. Delete, exit, switch, zoom, go, enter. Oh my God, I'm so much better. <laughs> you know, we see that all the time. That's one of the reasons we get such an impact because we're so flexible. Absolutely. And a thread that I've noticed is you keep it positive. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh my God, oh my God. You're you're just like, okay, you know, let's move on to the next thing. And let's explore. Know, I of, yeah, I think a lot, when I was, you know, seeing a lot of naturopath professors and practitioners, I think a lot of people got, um, you know, overwhelmed by another, uh, another theory outside of theirs. And they just, they, and I just, they weren't able to intertwine it. I've had clients, I've had members, like some of the stuff we've learned that works has been from clients. But they said, oh, have you heard of this? Have you done that? And we looked at him and go, wow, that was something really cool. And we'll add it in. And that's the thing is I feel that the best healers, and this is from metaphysical, are willing to listen to their clients, to their patients. They learn from them. They are always learning. They're never saying, I'm above you. I know more. I know everything. They're always, we're always have an open mind. And there's always that judo principle, if you're aware of it, that in judo, they actually very much admire the beginner. Because when you get to an advanced level of judo, you can kind of predict the moves people are going to make. And they say, 
throwing a beginner because yeah. the, you can't predict what this person's going to do. So I really, no. I really applaud the fact that you're open-minded to listen to clients, to learn along with clients. I think that's a great thing. Well, we're just not willing not to get results. Like I'm not <laughs> out there trying yeah. to market. You know, if you look at what I put on the internet, I just post testimonies. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to get in, in, in the whole argument of what's the perfect diet and what's the perfect yeah. supplement. And I did, I let I let the results talk, honestly. And we're and I'm moving, I'm starting to do more as I get more time. But we've been so busy trying to heal people, I don't have time to do a lot of different stuff. And I'm just trying to make sure that we're just in integrity. Integrity is very important to me because I just spent a lot of money and waste a lot of time and I've been in the shoes and I know that pain and it's just it's a passion only almost to my own demise. If there's one thing that's actually I have to say and be vulnerable, it's like I just I almost hurt my own health trying to help so many. Um, and so I'm tap I'm doing EFT tapping and also seeing my own personal coach on that to really start releasing and it just because I I just care. I really do care. And I, it's not it's 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 always morals over money with me. It's never money over morals. And I think a lot of capitalism is money over morals. And, and I just don't think that we can build businesses or build a, build a beautiful world with it. We have to keep morals as at, a, at a higher standard of, of value than, than money. Just to cap it up with the, the restrictive diet, you've got to start seeing it as a measurement of success. You've got to start slow, get your mindset, get your emotions in the right place. Make sure you're in the parasympathetic state. Make sure your digestive enzymes are naturally working. Try to start with earth food, then go up to the foods that are more you know celebrations. Don't cheat anymore. Only have a celebration. Make sure that you've done some lab work or optimize your natural digestion, that your leaky gut's gone, that you've started working on your microbiome, that your your inflammation's low. And then you can even start on like fermented foods. Like if you want to eat more types of vegetables, try and fermented first. Uh, that's a great way. Like I, like with my probiotic, I'll even do a dairy-based probiotic because I'd love to have a little cheese every once in a while and make sure my body's used to having a good A1 casein-free, gas-fed, gas-finished cow, right? Yeah. Um, and so- and my body can handle that because my goal is because I think if a person is truly healthy, if we step back from this whole conversation, we say, is how do we define if a person's healthy or not? It's their ability to resist stress. You know, like if you can't handle a lot of food, is your gut really healthy? A person says, well, I'm in remission of Crohn's colitis and I eat nine different foods and I am very specific. Okay. Is you eating those nine foods because you want to or because you can't eat the rest of the foods? If you can't handle it, that if there's an intolerance there, I think that's a lack of health. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I just I'm so happy that you were able to speak to the advanced listeners today and yeah. enlighten us. And I listen, we could sit here and speak for the next eight hours, but we only have a couple more minutes because I swear, Dane, I'm not lying. My husband is about to come in with 250 bales of hay, which doesn't sound okay. noisy, but the dogs start barking and everything starts going. So he's coming in soon, uh, going to be driving into the property. And so I just want to say a couple things to close this out and have Dane make a couple last comments. We didn't go over the SHIELD program, but again, that's in episode 32. But I do want to say something, and I would like Dane to comment on this very quickly. For the SHIELD program, your company pays, this is what I was told, your company pays for the initial supplements in the program, which includes up to $350 US dollars. And here's a big thing I want to talk about. Lab work is not necessarily required. And the reason I want to say that is because if you only have the money for the program, then you shouldn't be deterred because what I said last time is save up 5,000 in case they want all the lab work and stuff. But you can actually go in and, and go in with the 2,500 if you sign up in a certain amount of days. Is that correct? Well, okay. So let's, I'll go over a few things that make it uh, unique. And, and yes, 
the one you get, you get three fifty no matter what. It's not up to you get three hundred fifty dollars. So we basically pay for it. Our goal is that is to get closer and closer to a one time payment, and you're done. And we have everything we think we need to get you massive success. One of the things with a lower cost program is we're we're putting more on our shoulders and more stress on us without any actual resources. We need certain. So when you come in, uh, we're going to pay for the original amount of of uh, supplements three hundred and fifty. We're going to pay. So if we recommend something to you. We're going to give it to you. Another thing with money is it's all about integrity. Whoever, if you come in the shield program, we're very excited to have you. If there's another program, then then absolutely, that's totally fine. The brothers in arms is make sure you have trust and integrity with whoever you work with. That is the number one most important thing. Do you feel like you can trust these people and do you feel like they have integrity to do you right? Because there's only so much you can know before you cross the line and, and write a check, right? That's in there. The lab work. We have, I would say, only about 40% of our members are doing the lab work okay. because we're getting results without it. Great. Now, do we want you to do lab work? Yes, yeah. because it gives us more stuff to work with you. So yeah. Another thing is, I because we're a licensed company, we're a licensed medicine. You can't, no one else has the lab work in the world. We're the only, now Crohn's Colitis Global Tunnel Medicine Company that can even do lab work. Meaning I can do, I did my blood analysis, my uh, urine analysis and stool analysis of my client in Dubai of my client in New Zealand, Australia. We can do them all around the world. We're the only ones in the world who have that. I work very hard to build that system. Secondly, I make $0.00 on lab work ever in the last eight years. I have no interest on getting some other type of income off of the labs. I already know they're expensive. So if you get them, you get them at the practitioner price. I make $0. I have zero incentive for you to get labs. The only thing is, is it's, if I get a quantitative PCR genetic stool test, it might give me an idea what's going on. If I get an organic acid test, I might get a little bit of idea if there's aspergillus mold or underlying yeast or candida, or if you have a you know mitochondria dysfunction, or if you're having oxalate issues, or if you have certain vitamin deficiencies, or you're not breaking down fats very well, even though it looks like you are in your stool test. So it just it's up to you. It's all about integrity for me. You can do what you want. It's a one-time payment, and you're a member for life. Now, the thing with the price is, we, I think a lot of people around the world have seen the integrity and we're not a scalable company. If anyone knows anything about building a company, building a business, everyone gets a private coach. I just think I like the growth of the company is because of the results. You know, I haven't had, I never raised money. I bootstrapped this whole thing and, and we've had thousands of members. And I think it's just people talking to people and word of mouth. And we haven't really done much advertising either. Like really little up until last year, we were spending like $300 a month on advertising. We're doing as much as we can with integrity and trying to come out the right way. So just know this, everything I've done to build this company are things I would have bought myself. I said, would I buy this and would have got the job done for me? If it's not yes and yes, I'm not doing it and I'm not selling it at that price because I don't care. I want to live. I want to go to bed and be happy and live a great life and I want to help people. And if it's not good energy, I don't want to keep your money. That's just how I roll. Okay. So, you know, it's. Now, the 2500 we haven't been able to keep that price at the 2500 because last in the last two months, we had over 80 people join, and we only have three or four full-time coaches. My, my team has been working six days a week and burning out, and yeah. I had to raise the price a bit because yeah, okay. and, and the results we're getting is ups, and we keep asking our members, are you happy you joined? Was it worth it? Could you do more? Our goal is to move the shield program to 5k. And I know that it's expensive. And I know a lot of people in the program couldn't afford that. We're not going to do it now. We are moving there. Okay. But as we move there, I will, as I promise you, I will never increase the price to that unless I feel it's absolutely of integrity. 
and it's absolutely worth it. And you're not getting more than what that's worth. I think the program right now is easily worth 5k because the results we get with the private coaching, you get a private coach for three months. You get also a support specialist who's there for you too, kind of like a concierge thing. You have an assistant to help you with any, any type of orders, anything going on. Um, you get 15 to 25% off this, the best supplements in the world. I promise you I'm a supplement expert. I, know a ton about them and I've researched with the biggest companies in the world and I've worked for some of the biggest companies in the world and I've consulted some of the biggest doctors in the world. We have the best supplements in the world. Every single supplement is family owned certificate of analysis. I know, I know it works. I've tried it on thousands of Crohn's colitis and you get 15 to 25% off what it costs on amazon.com for the rest of your life. Not just now, not a month forever. The reason I do that is because I know that I know that I don't really need the margins and I know that the, I've worked deals with the companies to give me VIP margins because we move so much and I just give the discounts to our members. So I've struck amazing deals because we, we're, we're like, we move so much product. And so I give like, for instance, with designs for health, if you're in the United States, you're going to get 25% off, 35% off amazon.com for life and free shipping for you, your family. I don't care if you're in Tennessee, Alabama, whenever you want, two years from now, it doesn't matter. I've worked that deal out for you and you get that. That's part of the program. That sounds amazing. And what you can do is on Instagram, you can check them out at Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle and then go on to Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle.com. I'm again, when you see it on video, I'm going to have everything up. If you're listening, I'm going to have all the links in the show notes so they can easily go. I do want to say one quick thing that we cannot elaborate on. Unfortunately, I would love to have Dane back on to discuss this. I have parents write to me who say, I don't know what to do. And then I say to them, well, I'm not a health coach, so I don't know what to do either, but here, try this or do something like this. Now I know where to send them. So if you are listening and you have a child that you are struggling you know, with the Crohn's colitis and you would like natural healing for them, please go to Crohn'sColitisLifestyle.com. Other than that, I just want to say in my household, when we have the perfect poo, that perfect shit that just slides out of our body and it's brown and it's perfectly formed and there's no blood, we call it a green heart. So I always wish everyone a green heart day. So Dane, what do you wish everyone? A green heart day. Dane, thank you so much. This has been so enlightening. You're awesome. Thank you for being a UC warrior. Thank you for being a light worker. And thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you so much. If we have six seconds, let me say one thing. Yeah. For everyone out there listening, I know times are tough if you're in here. Mention that you came from this podcast. And I will. if you want to join the show program, I'm going to give you a $500 discount on the show program just for listening this long and being here. Because that means that you've been through it and you care. And that's the kind of client we want to work with is someone who, who has good energy. And so much as possible, we'll talk about kids later. Just say, um, Jay India uh, sent me. <laughs> yeah, we'll there do you do it for you. <laughs> and you get a free and just go if you go to Crohn'sPlaceLifestyle.com, schedule a free session. It's 45 to an hour long. It's free. The person has Crohn's class you're going to talk to. They're a specialist. And it's great. And My discovery great. call was great. I had Becky, just so you know. Yeah. She was great. Becky's amazing. She was supposed to get her colon removed last year. She's in complete remission today. And she's, she's 32 awesome. years old. She's had 15 years. Yeah. So you're, you'll be taken care of and have a lovely day. We'll talk again soon. Thank you so much, Dane.